Welcome, listener, to this 25th episode of the Slazoom podcast. This episode of Slazoom, the 25th, is brought to you by Male Nipples. Male Nipples. They're nipples. <laughs> on males. Male Nipples. The end. Enough yeah. said. I was going to think of something, but then I didn't. <laughs> what is there to say about male nipples? There's nothing. That's it. Yeah, that's... Speak for themselves. I mean, they are... I, I wish... In theory, they Tim, have... You need to go back and edit it. And just, like, take out all this discussion about it. And just be like, brought to you by male nipples. Male nipples. <laughs> Their nipples on. And then we just start sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they get a really yeah. obvious cut where there's, like, have five seconds of silence that just cut into, like, a, a be talking mid-sentence. Like, maybe... Throwing like a re- record scratch sound effect or something, or um, or a con. That's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would be pretty good. Yeah, some fart noises. You know what's weird? Do you think if people had bigger litters that we would all have more nipples? Yeah. Because uh, what's usually there's like a rule of thumb for mammals that is it like the number of nipples is twice as many as the size of a normal litter. What's holding what yeah. back? Is it the nipples holding back the size of our litter? Litter? Or is the I size of our like litter her. determining our number of nipples? Uh, well, I mean, you have to have enough resources to bring up your junk so they don't die, so... Well, I think I can, yeah, I can shed some light on this. <clears throat> I have People 12. who have... <laughs> <laughs> People who have triplets or twins don't gain more nipples. So there you go. Wow. It's the nipples that do the deciding. Well, like evolution takes a little longer. It's real deep. No, I, I think when you have babies, you just grow the appropriate number of nipples. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's right. I mean... What if that did happen? Pretty good. Like, you're like, oh, it's only twins, but then, like, a third breast started growing. (laughs) And you're like, oh, fuck! What if it could be with adoption, too? Like, think about Purdy on 101 Dalmatians. When they get all those little Dalmatians, she just becomes a ball of nipples. (laughs) Like the funk? Oh my gosh, is that the origin story for the funk? For the mighty douche. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Interesting thing about male nipples, they actually have all the equipment they need to produce milk. They yeah. just don't. Sometimes they, they can. Don't. Yeah, yeah. They've got, like, hormone imbalances or something. Can't, yeah. can't you, isn't there, like, certain hormones you can take to make yourself lactate? Probably. I'm sure, yeah. You can inject milk into your nipples. That's yeah, I think that's what they do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they uh, do, too. Inject, inject milk into your nipple roni. Nipple roni. <laughs> yeah. I think you have to be careful, though, because if you inject too much milk into your nipples, it'll start coming out of other places. Like, oh, yeah. You'll have milk coming out your nose, like if you, uh, you know, had to laugh while you're having your cereal, or um, out of your ears, like if you had to laugh a lot while you're having your cereal, and it, like, went in your... You, Station tubes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Station. Yep. Yeah. So it went into your ears, and then you had a little hole in your eardrums, so it decided to go ahead and come on out. You got uh, old milky ears. Isn't I grew it... up with a kid named Milky Ears. Oh. Old Milky Ears Malone. <laughs> Howard's ears. They're milky. <laughs> <laughs> old milk. Was he? Was he a child, or was it? <laughs> Just old. a very, very old-looking child was, with milky ears. He was Benjamin Button, actually. <laughs> old milky born, ears, the born kid. Old. Hey, you know, that sort of stress, you know, ages you prematurely. If you, you know, have to deal with kids calling you old milky ears Malone all the time. The guy's real name was Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. Gary Garrison. Not, milky not sure where the Malone came from. Milky ears Malone definitely sounds like a boxer. You know? Yeah. Like maybe he has horrible cauliflower ear and it's like dripping pus, so they call him milky ears Malone. It would be dripping yeah. blood. Mm, I, yeah, well, I mean, like maybe there was a secondary infection. 
Like I got cauliflower. Or it could be bare knuckle boxing, and the other person has pus on his knuckles, ah, punched yeah. in the ear, injects your head with pus. Oh yeah. Cage punch. Yeah, or milk. Has <laughs> 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 nipples on his knuckles. <laughs> See, that's the thing that I was thinking about. It's like, so if you have, like, triplets or quadruplets or something, you grow more nipples, but where do they, like, do they come out in predetermined places, or can they just kind of show up wherever? What if it's just, like, where, like, cats and dogs are, like, like another row? Just, like, just down, there, down there. Yeah. <laughs> another I mean, row of teats. Dude, you know what I sense? want? I want nipples tattooed on my eyelids, so I close my <laughs> eyelids. Nipples. <laughs> like, on the inside or the outside? Uh, outside. I'm just thinking. But I mean, I like the way you think. Why not both? <laughs> I was just wondering if like, you just wanted to see nipples whenever you closed your eyes. Or if you can get well, like, nipple contact lenses. Because you can like see through your eyelid a little bit. Yeah. What if you got a dark enough tattoo that you could see that will interesting. Probably hard to focus because my eyes are not well focused. Mm. Like, <clears throat> focusing the necklace. What a shame. Okay, so a blurry nipple. I was going to tattoo pictures of eyes on my nipples. So, uh, I think we might be able to get a two-for-one deal. Oh, yeah. Sensitive area. So that, or we could just, like, have my eyes cut out and put on your t- chest and your nipples cut off and put where my eyes were. Perfect. <laughs> I think that's what happened to that guy in Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, my God. <laughs> be careful though because like if you get eyes tattooed on your nipples then if you're like if you nurse a baby then that baby might grow up to really want to bite eyeballs so you got to be careful about that and you could never say my eyes are up here that would never oh work. my god <laughs> oh shit i never thought of that my original pair of eyes are up here <laughs> what well then you get, get an excuse you can look at every woman's chest you see and they're like my eyes are up here I'm like, oh yeah i forget because mine are down here <laughs> <laughs> Usually what I often do when I'm on my own for dinner, I just got a smoothie from Juice Top. Uh, 
juice. Wait, Ethan, come on. You cannot. Dude, their mascot should totally be a dreidel. You know? Juice. <laughs> it's a double entendre. That's Fucking hell. Go on. So I got a smoothie for juice stop, and uh, then I decided to kick it up a notch, and I added some vodka and uh, Kahlua when I got to Caleb's place, so I got to have a nutritious, delicious dinner that also got me pretty drunk. That's good. So what should I call this this beverage? So what was the original name? Well, it's the World Cup from Juice Stop. Um, the World Drunk. Nah, that's a pretty bad one. Kahlua Cup. Uh, the Pimp Cup. The Pimp Cup? Uh, I think you might have to put some cocaine in the it for that. Pimp. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He's got Kahlua. Uh, so the time Russia won the World Cup, if that's ever happened, because it's like a white Russian, but... Yeah. Uh, okay. But yeah. Did, did Russia ever win the World Cup? Doesn't so seem like the year that they did and called that. Okay. <laughs> Let's just establish that no, they did not. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not they did, right now it is a fact. Right. They have never won it. Yeah. I bet not, though. I bet. Not. You're welcome, world, from the Slazoom podcast. Yeah. If Russia has ever won a World Cup, we have reneged it now. So Zoom, purveyor of all facts. Mm-hmm. Should be our tagline. So, okay. Um, Ethan, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was old business. Now moving on to new business. I have something to say about grasshoppers. So, uh, Ethan, do you want to do the, the intro? Uh, I don't remember how it goes at all, so sure. It's the time of the week when we talk about grasshoppers. They're green and crunchy and kind of annoying, and they'll eat your crops. We're talking about grasshopper corner. Meet me on the grasshopper corner. The corner of fun and insects. It's the Grasshopper Corner. Oh. That's Corner of Fun and Insects, <coughs> not Incest. Why not both? That could be both. Yeah, so today <laughs> on, I went on a walk and, uh, you know, we, I don't know if it actually froze here last night, but it got real close. And for some reason, I didn't see a lot of, like, actual grasshoppers around, but I saw a lot of very small crickets. And um, it was an interesting uh, change. Did you see a lot of those little tiny black bugs that land on you and bite you? I did not. Okay. The stinky ones? They're called pirate bugs. Yar. That's one of the common names. Mm, they're not stinky. They're really small. They are true bugs. They are commensurates. <clears throat> but last week I went on a bike ride, or last Saturday or Sunday, I went on a bike ride and a ton were landing on me and biting me on the ride, and Oof. I have allergic reactions to them, like, the day after. And I was like, what the hell is this bug's name? So I, like, looked up, like, you know, small black bug that bites people for no reason. Literally no reason. They have no purpose of biting people. Yeah. Uh, and they're called insidious flower bugs, or pirate bugs. Insidious flower bugs. Yeah, like there's like. It's a good name. Like the actual species is like insidious something. Is that F L O W E R or F L O U R? Flower like the plant. Okay. Uh, so you know, you know, flower beetles. It's a big old <laughs> family of beetles that eat like ground up weed. Like flower? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We should have a good in memoriam for all the grasshoppers who are dying now that the weather's starting to get cold. We should. Or a celebration. I will remember you, motherfucking grasshopper. Will you remember me? 
No, you won't because your dad don't let your life pass you by. Hail Satan! <laughs> I don't know those like three lyrics. I don't either. That's why I stopped. Ethan, I think you could be a a, a, a <laughs> lyricist for Ghost. <laughs> I mean, Just Sarah McLaughlin songs with. <laughs> satanic words stuck in every like yeah that's basically that yeah I don't wanna wait for my hop to be over I just wanna eat some grass right now I don't know if you remember that song la 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 da 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 there's so much a grasshopper can tell you. <laughs> okay. I, I think the bug you're talking about is the one. If you, if you smash that bug next time, smell it. It stinks. Are those... I know there's some sort of bug that, like, if you take them and you stick them in a... If you fill, like, a 20-ounce pop bottle or soda bottle, if you're not from the Midwest... Coke bottle. Uh, yeah. If you take some sort of 20-ounce container, fill it half full of water, and you put these bugs in, and you sh- give it a good shake, and you open it up, it will smell like pineapples. Oh. Because they have, like, a stress pheromone they release that smells like pineapples. Do they taste like pineapples? Uh, I don't know. There's no way to find out. Okay, I'm going to figure out what those bugs are. Well, okay. This are they is grasshoppers? Gonna... Yeah, grasshoppers. This segue is like mint. This segues into a another topic that we wanted to talk about, which is things that taste better than they smell, or alternatively, things that smell better than they taste. I've got one to start us off with, and that is <coughs> coffee. Coffee smells really, really fucking awesome, but usually it its taste is a little bit of a letdown. You know, I don't drink coffee for the taste, normally. I enjoy the taste of coffee uh, immensely, but I will still agree with you. Yeah. Because before I... The taste of coffee is an acquired taste. Uh, the smell of coffee is fucking amazing no matter who you are. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Our reader... Or whatever the fuck. Our smeller. Uh, <laughs> I just met her. Prob- most listeners uh, won't be able to relate to this um, because most of our listeners probably have not ingested durian. Um, durian? I don't even like it. Wait, uh, one of the Garys, who was your roommate, um, she's been to Taiwan a few times. Yep. So maybe she's had durian. What is it? It is a... A fruit that's like the size of a fucking basketball that's is covered in spikes. And, and it stinks it, and tastes horrible. It stinks, but tastes like delicious, delicious, delicious vanilla pudding. Huh. With a little bit of like, like onion it. and garlic in it, in my opinion. Oh, that's just what everybody wants added to their vanilla pudding. But it smells <laughs> like fish that have, like, been aging inside someone's asshole for 12 months. That's, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, they, they smell horrible. Is that that's fruits? Like, like usually fruit wants to get eaten, you know? They're sentient, and they're like, eat me! Yeah, it could be that it's eaten by, like, carry-on animals that are attracted to the smell of oh, rotten decay. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Again, I'm reminded of this Clarence Carter. It's like that. And I was eating this fruit, and it started calling my name. It said, Caleb, Caleb, eat me. Okay, that that joke is better in my head than <laughs> it was when I, I said it. But Okay, how about jokes that are better in your head? And <laughs> I, I have one. Okay, yeah. here we go. Bear with me before you jump in here. Okay, a skunk. Skunk really stinks. Smells bad. But they have the cool white racing stripes on them. Yeah. So they have great taste because they look so good. Nice. Oh. Huh? All right. Think about that. Dude, that's a that's a good one. Dude, that that's awesome. Man, 
This is reminding me of, um, wasn't there an old cartoon with, I think it was a skunk who painted Pepe over his stripe so that he would look like a cat? There was the opposite of Pepe Le Pew, maybe yeah. where yeah. he keeps trying to rape the cat that like rubbed up against some white, red, some un, like some fresh white paint. Okay. Yeah. I feel like you're probably thinking that. I probably, yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah, old Pepe Le Pew can't take no for an answer. Just like our president. Because he's a smelly Frenchman. I'm going to say, this is me personally, I really like the smell of root beer, but I hate the taste. Mm. So I really wish I did like the taste of root beer. And everybody seems to love root beer. Yeah, it's one of those things, it's hard to find something to like it. You're like the one person I've ever met. Like, I drink it like three or four times a year just to be like, maybe this is the time that I'll start liking it. Yeah. See, I did the same thing um, with yeah. tomatoes, except for I ate like three or four a day for three months. It didn't work. I still don't really like them. So, good luck. Neither do I. Even like garden fresh ones. Everyone's yeah, like, oh, I mean, they're certainly better fresh. than store-bought ones, but... I like cherry tomatoes, like the little baby tomatoes. Those are the worst for me because yeah. they like pop open in your mouth and you're biting into an eyeball. I just, yeah, I can't think about the scene from The Lord of the Rings where the stewards just yeah. like, oh, yeah. Just eating oh, yeah. Ugh, that. And then he's like, oh, that's nice. I'll show my tomatoes. <laughs> I think that was the same scene, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, wasn't even the same mom. movie. God. <laughs> Speaking of disgusting things to eat, okay, we're, we're all from Nebraska, or I live in Iowa now. Either way, corn yeah. is not disgusting. However, you know what smut is. Not, you know, not yeah, moving things, smut, but yeah. smut on corn. corn. Smut, yeah. smut, it's like like uh, softcore porn books. And I said not that. Okay. Oh. Anyway, do you guys know? Hard oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's like a fungal so, infection. It like makes the fucking zombie kernels. There's big black bags of black pus. Wow. Yeah. So it's like horrible to have smut. And people hate it so much. And those those black bags of pus eventually will explode, releasing millions of spores that go to other kernels and do the same thing. That's gross. But in Mexico. They see smut and say, wow, what a delicious treat. They do not. No, they corn smut, smut is a delicacy in Mexico. It is that's, a delicacy. That's yeah. true. Actually, and it's supposed to be, like, it tastes similar to corn, but better, they say. Of course, everybody says that about delicacy. <laughs> and it actually is better for you. So, like, it has more protein and, like, glycine. And corn isn't can, that great for you. Yeah, and if you don't chomp it up or grind it, I mean, you can't even digest it. So I think after hearing this, I'm behind the border wall. This has <laughs> convinced me because that that there's just something wrong. Build the wall. Come on. Well, I just I probably shouldn't say anything about what happened at work or what happens at work, but I learned it's about like smut and got to see like a case of bad smut. Not like we're you know we do a good job of not having that. But I literally had a nightmare about it last night after seeing, like, worst-case scenario smut. Oh, my gosh. It's disgusting-looking, especially after it explodes. Oh. So what was it's like black fingers creep. Like, so literally the size of fingers. Nightmare? It was like fingers of smut, like, chasing you down a hallway or something? I can't remember. What if orcs eat smut? Or you're at the bookstore and some lady was like, check out the smut, and you thought it was like oh 50 shades of gray, but God. really came around the corner and it was the fungal smut. Sarah, have we shown you the smut featuring Colin? There is a trashy romance oh, yeah. novel. Oh, you showed me the cover, yeah. Yes. And it does that. really look like you. It does look like you. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking creepy. <laughs> Was it? It wasn't. It was like uh, illustrated, right? It yes. Yeah. yeah. It was a very photorealistic illustration. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Good. 
listener, reader, I'm famous. Yeah, pretty much. Except for they, they, uh, they chopped up my nose a little bit to make it look more aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, Gave me long hair and muscles I'll never have. Look. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a little bit like, uh, for anybody who's watched the TV show Supernatural, there's, there's a plot line in that show where there was a guy who was a, a prophet, like, like Old Testament style prophet, but like in modern times, who was seeing the exploits of like the main characters of the show and writing books about them. I think that's what's happening now, Colin, but it's about you. <laughs> so it probably look like that. Be a hero in a book, in a smutty book. <laughs> Yeah. Wielding a sword, biting smut. Yeah, you've been doing, doing that. Funny thing. Yeah, I mean, the, and again, like in Supernatural, he would kind of embellish things a little bit. So maybe you like did a summer of detasseling or something, and then he took that and transformed it into you, like being a valiant warrior against, uh, you know, corn, <laughs> like the new metal man. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read the book. Maybe that's exactly what happened. Dude, corn should definitely release an album called Smut. Corn Smut. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm really distracted yeah. by new. Or they should go on tour with the uh, Cordy Love Band. Whole, whole corn. Yes, corn the whole. What is, what is <laughs> the, the sound I'm hearing? Is the cat coughing? Yeah, she's coughing on food. <sighs> I don't. She's choking. I don't no, she's know. Fine. She looks kind of like she's choking. Give her a quick squeeze. If someone's coughing, you let them keep coughing. That's the first date. If someone's she's choking like on something, as long as they're she's breathing, she's good now. It. It was weird. Yeah, they've even like moved that back to don't give someone the Heimlich, even if they are choking and can't breathe. First, hit them in the back. Yeah. Hit them in the Cause back. Because Heimlich often breaks ribs. <laughs> they like, had to. They, they changed the CPR right. compression only, but my understanding wasn't yeah, because that's a better way to do CPR. It was because people kept fucking it up. People would just start making out. Yeah. And well, people probably would, didn't tilt the head back far enough. That's the thing about CPR. You gotta really fucking tilt the head back to, so you're not you're blowing air into the lungs and not the stomach. Yeah. Mm. But that's good too. Somebody with a nice air-filled stomach. Because yeah. when they wake up, then they have this wicked cool burp, and everyone instead of being like, "Are you okay?" they're like, "Ha ha ha ha," yeah, and everyone gets on with their lives quicker. Fade to credits. Um, I can see, I can see my hand in the reflection uh, behind you guys when I do this. I was like, uh-huh. it, and it looks weird too. It looks like orangish, and I move my hand around. It looks like a flame flicker. Right there. Yeah, so, so listener, to cue you in here, uh, there's a window behind where Ethan and I are sitting, which is behind the camera, which is, has the reflection of the TV, which has Colin on it. Yeah. So, to explain <laughs> that. I should probably... I've sworn off... Fucking hell, I've sworn off holding your hand, listener. Smeller. Reader. I just can't help myself. Smut. Smut reader. I'm just... Smut Smut lover. <laughs> Just an intrinsically helpful person. I'm gonna try and call someone a smut and see what the reaction. You're such a smut sometimes. I bet they'll love it. You're like a big old fungal infection. They're like a smutty smurf. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Aren't they all slutty? There's like so. There's one female smurf for like a bunch of dudes. So she's definitely. I mean. And they all seem pretty happy. They don't act a bit. Oh, no, they're not. They're, they've been blue-balled so bad that their entire bodies are blue. Okay. I guess, I guess she is, you know, maybe monogamous or... or uh, da, 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 da. Monogamous. Monogamous. Oh. You're so close. Sorry. <laughs> Sarah, what did you say? Monogamy instead of monogamous. Dumb idiot. I know. <laughs> da, 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 da. Monogamous. <laughs> but really, it should be monogamy. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Oh, so we're all wrong, and you're right. <laughs> well, see, if, you, if you just throw an adjective out there and it's got no noun, you won't use the noun if you're just blurting it out. Yeah, you do. 
Isn't monogamy a noun? Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm agreeing. Monogam- Monogamous. That's it? bullshit. I'm not falling for this trick. <laughs> I was right. Trixie Hobbit. No. Yes. This is, okay, this is totally unrelated to anything, but yesterday I was in, in a meeting and someone mentioned their roommate's cat and someone meant to ask what breed of cat or what type of cat, but instead what he asked was, what flavor of cat? <laughs> 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 I immediately lost my shit. And oh, Al and uh, I, I have a Al similar thing. <laughs> Just the other day, I couldn't think of the word muffin. I didn't know. I couldn't think of muffin. The closest I could come up with was mushroom. <laughs> and I was trying to come up with it. I was like, you made the pumpkin-flavored mushroom. <laughs> oh, shit. I was completely sober. They look kind of similar. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's my defense. Muffin top, mushroom top. Did we discuss our? Uh, did we discuss my new exclamatory last week? Maybe, Which what is one? it? Uh, deep Dish Christ? <laughs> no. I don't think we talked about that. Doesn't sound familiar. Deep Dish Christ. Yeah. Okay. I was very tired and went to... Uh, the Sarahs and I went to the grocery store to pick some up, some food up. I was very tired, I mentioned that. I was kind of worn out. My brain wasn't quite firing on all cylinders. And I spent like a minute trying to say... We should buy a deep dish crust pizza. You <laughs> just had trouble right now. And I was like, we have a crust to dip dip pizza. We should have a dip dip We should have a crust to dip We should have a deep dish Christ. So that's the news. Ethan. That was your prayer at church, and everyone goes, Amen. Deep dish Christ. God's love runs deep, and it's got a nice layer of melty cheese. On top. <laughs> it's like everybody in and their... you get it from a swarthy Italian. It's like everybody in their best Chicagoan accent. <laughs> Chicagoan. I mean, or is that Ch- how you pronounce it? No. <laughs> yep, that's oh. totally it. I would. Yeah. I never heard it said out loud, but I always like Chicagoan. It's like, but you might have believed me if I said Chicagoan. Yeah. So we were playing a game, uh, which was basically like you do, you say things in, in accents. Is it called accents? No, it's called, what is it called? Poppycock. Utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. Utter nonsense. Yeah. Poppycock. I like that better. <laughs> well, good. Who's gonna, who's gonna hit that one, huh? It's called poppycock. Poppy Utter nonsense. Cock. Right. Anyway, okay, that's um, a reasonable mix-up. So, so there's one accident there which was Chicagoan, accident. but I didn't like understand that like that was an accent. It looks strangely like it looks like down. a Native American tribe. Yeah. Or yeah. So I I got this one and I was like Chicagoan. <laughs> I think you <laughs> I think you did some like Native American thing. <laughs> no, I, I think, no, I think this is one that I had to choose, so I didn't actually do it. This is why oh. I said it. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know if somebody did a Native American thing, just like assuming that that's what it was before somebody said, wait, let me see that card. Being Chicagoan? Which actually doesn't help, because I don't know what that accent sounds like. I just think it sounds like a sort of like a Midwestern, like sort of no, it's like, accent. I don't I know. It's like a little bit of like cross between like Minnesota and Boston. Yeah. Chicago, you know, you got a little bit of a... Yeah. Like they would say, like, deep dish Christ! (laughs) 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 That was terrible. (laughs) Deep dish Christ! I'm trying to imagine someone complaining about the silver bean, but I can't, I still can't. Yeah, let's see, Chicago in here, it's like, uh, Hey, Chicago, what's up? Welcome to Chicago. That's, yeah. Is that that's exactly it. <laughs> that's not real. That was good. They, they yeah. usually um, end their sentences with Chicago. 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 Welcome to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Mike Ditka said that uh, uh, discrimination hasn't happened in the last hundred years. So. Okay. So I did nothing wrong. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thanks, Dead Guy. Yeah. For absolving me of this. Yeah, I guess 100 years does come to, like, the Tuskegee syphilis experiments and all sorts of other fun things, which were not discrimination, according to Mike Ditka, who is our moral compass. Yeah. (laughs) Good. Uh, Oh, boy. Man, if I die today, and I plan on it, I want that inscribed on my gravestone. Ditka is my moral compass. I want a little picture of Ditka on the face of a compass. But his face is rotated about 30 degrees clockwise. And I want my grave to be rotated that way too. So like his face is pointing north. That, that's what I'm getting. Oh! Yeah. Or maybe, no. It, it's 90 degrees from that because his mustache is pointing north. There we go. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, there we go. So what's Tombstone's face? Into the land of the rising sun. Yes. Gross. Uh, Though, yeah, if you are a Tolkien fan, your headstone should definitely post. You show West. Yeah, I suppose. What can you see on the horizon? Why do the white you're just singing? Yeah, Into the West, yeah. Into the West? I thought it was going to be something like Dick Catch flavored, like uh, uh, the Super Bowl Shuffle. <laughs> that That's one, a good one. That gets every once in a while, once, throw that in there, Into the West. That gets played once every 50 years. And believe okay. me, if, I, if that happens, people will gather at my graveside once every 50 years to listen to the Super Bowl Shuffle. Probably. So, so talking about Lord of the Rings stuff, which is not uncommon yeah, for yeah. us, I, I have to share this with you. So I, um, I've seen some pretty internet-y things, but this is by far the most internet-y sentence I've ever read. Uh, while I was looking for some Lord of the Rings stuff, I happened upon an Instagram account uh, for Theoden the Cat. <laughs> And there was a picture with this caption. Update on my cat's armor. He now has a crown. <laughs> Good. I just, I love anything that starts with an update on my cat's armor. Because <laughs> the people want to know. Because you know, yeah. it's just the tip of the iceberg. The, the, your, this person's cat's armor has, yeah. has had a long and storied history on the internet. I mean, it probably has. Yeah, that would be so hard to get a cat in armor. It's hard to get a cat in anything. They're so squirrely. They're squirrelier than squirrels, that's for sure. I tried to take one of my parents' cats on a walk once. Oh, really? He did okay until he figured out that he was on a leash. Like... As soon as he felt, like, any little tug on the harness, he was like, No! And threw on the brakes and wouldn't move any further. I do not comply. Like, before that, he was like, I'm just exploring. <laughs> and I was like, no, don't go that way. And then he was like, what is What's going on? Yeah. My cats, we would try to build harness on them, and they did not appreciate it either. Yeah. I don't like, uh... Which one of them has the um, the, the, the the tie? Obi Wan. We put it on both. Uh, Andromache wore it and made it look good, and Obi Wan tried to eat it. <laughs> okay, I mean that's sort of like essence of those. Cats. As he does. Yeah, yeah. So 
Like, you try to give Obi-Wan something nice, he tries to eat it. Like, guess. Guess, yeah. Yeah, food. <laughs> I guess that would make sense. Toys. Uh, toys, plastic. yeah. Uh, trophies. Crowns. <laughs> Armor. Uh, Oscars. Nominations. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to just be honored to be nominated. He just ate it. I don't know how you eat a nomination, but he did. Wait, say that again. Obi-Wan, <laughs> the cat. No, no, no. Eat a nomination. Da, da, da. No, that's too fast. I don't know. No, I'm just... That eat just nomination. sounds like a fun thing to say. Eat a nomination. Eat a nomination. That's pretty good. Eat a nomination. Eat a nomination. It wasn't me. Da, da, da. We should put... Okay. That goes on the list. Of things to say. Along okay. with... You still um, have that list? Harder to do, do, to do today... Um, cup of cup of cappuccino. Um, but what? I like cinnamon. I like cinnamon enema, or cinnamon bonobo. <laughs> yeah, I like cinnamon enema and a minimal cinema. Yeah. Like when you go to like a minimalist movie theater that like doesn't even like has like a tiny just TV screen and it's just a big empty open room with like one chair. And you go in there, and someone bends you over the chair and, like, puts hot damn up your ass. Hot damn? Yeah, it's like, uh... The dental dam? No, <laughs> like the cinnamon Like schnapps. a sexy dam, dental dam. It's a cinnamon schnapps, like fireball. Yeah. Cinnamon, so it'd be a cinnamon enema and a mineral cinema. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, it's all the cinema you need, really. All the cinema you deserve. Cinema, enema. Cinema, enema, cinema, enema, cinema, enema. That sounded like sit on my enema. Which is my fetish. Well, sit on my enema, sit on my enema. Uh, Sarah, do you have any uh, reviews you'd like to share with us? Sure. This could be a reoccurring segment. Oh, oh yeah. I, I can... <laughs> I'll do, like, a, a quick intro. So this is something we've been kicking around for quite a while. Yes. Where we would like Sarah to come on and... Well, I say come on like you're a guest. <laughs> Special guest. Uh, yeah, do a segment where she reads one-star reviews. So uh, we're, gonna, we're actually going to do it this week. And so now we have... Sarah's one-star corner, where Sarah comes on the show and reads a one-star review. But she doesn't really come on the show, because she's already on the show. But regardless, she reads a review. <laughs> so, listener, this all started when I was trying trying to decide whether to go to Worlds of Fun slash Oceans of Fun, or Schlitterbahn in Kansas City, and I had never been to Schlitterbahn. <laughs> so I was trying, I was looking at Google reviews of Schlitterbahn to see what the common folk had to say, and I just, it devolved into me reading the lowest reviews of Schlitterbahn and reading about these gripe, like, gripey people's terrible experiences and how they'll never go back to Schlitterbahn. And so I spent some time a little while ago looking for one some good one star reviews, which now you kind of have to dig because because I think people like know that they're a joke now. Mm. But I think I found some good ones. I have two on the Bean in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Except it's saved. It's actually called Cloud Gate. Which doesn't really make any sense. What is the bean? It's so shiny it's, bean. Everyone takes pictures of it. It's like close to downtown Chicago. It's in a park. It's this big reflective silver bean. Yeah. Is that like, a bell? I mean, you go up to it and yeah. then like you can see the, in the reflection like the whole like Chicago uh, skyline. It's like super touristy. Yeah, you can walk underneath of it. Yeah. It's like kind of a... What's the word? Toll... Something void. Uh... Toroid? Toroid? No. No? What is it? Toroid is like a donut. Okay, so it's like the opposite of a donut. No. I mean, topologically it's the same as a It's like a bean. Like it has like two fat ends and then it gets kind of skinnier and is connected in the middle. Yeah. It looks exactly like a coffee bean, but it's silver and like a hundred feet across. 
Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so, I have one... Here's a one-star review. <laughs> from David Gonzalez. David Gonzalez says, Um, it's a giant jelly bean. Beautiful? No. We were walking by and we're like, what the heck? We are already here. It's a little cool to see the reflections of the city, but other than that, this is a waste of space. <laughs> An icon of Chicago? Give me a break. That what? The Willis Tower, the Hancock Tower, Navy Pier, Wrigley Field, and even a solid deep dish pizza are not a giant jelly bean. <laughs> wow. Oh, I don't know if I... Barrel of laughs. I don't know if I meant to save this one, but here, there's also a lot of one-star reviews, which I think are, like, old people who don't understand the rating system. (laughs) (laughs) So Catherine Ferrer rated one star, and it says, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So I feel like the first guy, like, has some, like, latent... Like, he has kind of an axe to grind He's against got, like, anything He's got, like, a personal shaped. beef, yeah. Like, he, like, his mother was raped by Jelly Bean. <laughs> <laughs> and so now, like, he cannot judge anything bean-shaped fairly on its own merits. Uh, I have another one on Lincoln, the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. Oh, God. What well, is there? What about um, Martin Luther King Jr.? Is there any <laughs> any reviews on him? Is he have a monument or something? If he has a monument, okay. I can try and. Find Sorry, read, read this one first, though. Okay, uh, this one-star review of the Lincoln Memorial by Alexander Ridley says it's all in caps. It says, "Would give zero stars if I could. We should not be honoring the man who held back the South." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, wow! I mean, is that... You know what would be interesting? To see if that particular person left any other reviews and try to piece together whether or not he is, like, actually upset or if he's just trolling. So it sounded like a woman's name. Or, okay, I mean, either way, this woman. This, uh, trolless, if you will. Trolletta. Was it actually Jefferson Davis? (laughs) <laughs> Didn't he, uh, wasn't the rumor that he got caught in women's clothing after the, his surrender at Athletics? He was trying to get away dressed as a woman. That rings a bell. I mean, sounds, was okay, he there? This either sounds like you are coming He wasn't at Athletics, no. Or... I remember the So there's totally a Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial Park in Washington, D.C. Hmm. There was also a, uh, like a, a museum in Atlanta. Oh, that that's right, yeah. thought about going to? Well, that was the impetus <laughs> for why we even started talking about uh, RDMLKJ on the podcast. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, that was infamous. And instead... <laughs> it got pretty <laughs> racist. We, just... we, should, we should be famous for our... Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King (laughs) (laughs) hatred. But not because of anything he said. Hey, he's. Yeah, because his name is too long. Just his name. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Because of the sign makers. We are representing their interests, who so often get tossed aside in the modern political circus. Nobody thinks of the sign makers. Okay, so one of the few one-star reviews of the Martin Luther Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial in Washington, D.C. says, Incredibly disappointing. Rather than a representation of a great man that had a heartfelt concern for people's rights and equality, this monument, in quotes, expresses more of the countenance of the brutal, oppressive dictator Mao Zedong. This is America, for God's sake. Mao Zedong! Oh, jeez. He just threw Mao Zedong in there. Like, wow. whoa. It's like, I don't like it. Mao Zedong is bad. I think it's bad. So. <laughs> and if go. you disagree, you support Mao Zedong. Yeah. 
And Chairman Meow. Who is somebody <laughs> with a very funny name because it has Dong in it. Also, Meow. It's basically <laughs> like Meow, my Dong. <laughs> Say Meow to the Dong. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a. It's pretty close to Dog, too. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like a German person with a weird fetish. Mm. Hello, look at me, <laughs> the dog. Oh yeah, I love oh, yeah. dog. <laughs> oh yeah. Ah, aber ja. Natürlich. 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 Wow. Wah wah wee wah. Wah wah wee wah. Is what Mao Zedong would say. <laughs> Wait. So, is the fact that Mao Zedong is not a cat a bunch of commie propaganda? Yep. <laughs> they just tried to humanize it. <laughs> Make him seem like he's one of the human working class. But he was actually a commie kitty. Wow. I love him more than ever. Uh, I was always a big Mao fan. Especially when he meowed my dog. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> we can talk about desecrating the U.S. flag. Yes, I think that's it. So we got time Good to talk about the <laughs> There's nothing I love more than the yeah. flag. Right on the top of my head, so. After Miao Zedong. <laughs> <laughs> well, communist China got me thinking about patriotism. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of dumb, because, you know, it's not like I was born in international waters, and at the age of 21, someone's like, you should sit down and read up on all the countries on Earth and decide which one you like the best. No, I was born... Most people who are so fucking patriotic in the United States, way. at least, are fucking. They love the United States because that's where their friends and family and favorite things are from because that's where they were born. But that wouldn't be any fucking different if they were born in Norway or Switzerland or fucking Jordan or anything. It might be different if they were born in, like, South Sudan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and hey, the United States is great. The United States is fine, but where's. I like Jim Jeffries. Like, you should be like, we're in the top ten. We're in the top ten. <laughs> you don't have to be number one in everything. Like, yeah. Also, like, I don't know. Like, I guess a lot of pretty good. A lot of other West Western countries, like, they don't have patriotism there. Like, not like it is here. It's not the no. same. Well, th- I think there's also there, there's a distinction between patriotism and nationalism. Yeah. I think. Yes. Or at least, like, the way that, like, one could define it is, like, patriotism is, like, I love my country, and I want, and because I love my country, I want to make my country better, and do things that make my country better. See, to me, that sounds more like civic virtue, and I'm all fucking for civic virtue. (laughs) Okay, well, we're we're arguing... We have to define all three of these things. But anyway, but nationalism is just, like, saying my country is the best because that's it. Because... Just cause, yeah. and and you know, without any like attached, uh, you know, therefore I'm going to like you know do something to make it better. That's what I think a lot of, like the and a lot of the flag worshiping is. Oh, is it's just an excuse? Because I mean, it's like it's, it's the reason the United States broke off from Britain is they're like, but we're Britain, we have the crown, you have to be loyal to us. And like, no, fuck, we're loyal to humanity and we're loyal to. Ourselves and what's good for the most people and what makes sense and reason. I don't, yeah, patriotism is honestly kind of dumb. Like, I, it's pretty gay. Like, <laughs> if you're a patriot, you're gay. It's national coming. Not the patriot. It's national coming out day, so all you patriots need to come out as being. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but I, I am patriotic, but it's stupid. Like, I, I, I love my country, but mostly that's because that's where I'm familiar with, and that's where the people I like are from. And because it has the hottest guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, that that's reason enough, though, right? It's, yeah, it's reason I mean, enough to like it, but you just... what it's made of. Right, but you can't... 
I recognize that that's how I feel about it, but I don't try and like, make a logical argument around you can it. Like, love America's some- the best because blank. You can love something and be proud of something, but still realize that it's not perfect and there's areas for yeah. improvement. Like, I love ACDC, even though objectively it's not really very good music. <laughs> this is also the same way that I feel about my genitals. It's like, I love them, you know, they're part of me, but there's room for improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like fucking four inches of room. Yeah, right? Yeah, I <laughs> Eiffel Tower! (laughs) (laughs) Four inches, man. Fucking doubling this shit. You get that listener? It's because my penis is pretty small. How small is it? I chose a good So small, I'm not very proud of it. (laughs) So I, I, I carefully chose four because... If I would have gone with a small number like one inch, you could interpret it in two ways, like, well, your dick's only an inch long, and that's all you got to work with, or your in- your dick's only an inch short of being long enough in terms of room for improvement. Uh, I think it's still ambiguous. Yeah, so I had to go middle of the road, because if your dick needs to be four inches longer, that's not good, and if your dick is four inches long, that's not good. Though, I don't know, four inches is probably, like, within the bottom 30th percentile, I mean... Probably not more than two standard deviations. Okay, let's let's get into a deep discussion about uh, you know the statistics, the statistics of longer length. Don't don't forget Chauvinier's criterion to get rid of outliers. Uh, Let us not forget. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna turn on a private window for this. You should. Google already knows. Uh, yeah, so standard deviation. Is your incognito to search dick sizes? Dick right? length. deviation is penis length. Penis, I guess penis would probably Just be. search it on your regular thing. Yeah, we all know. Just tweet it. Ask. That's <laughs> not normal. Statistics Anybody who's looking is looking in an in- incognito window or two. Well, they might be linking to it. Alright, I want to see some Z-scores here. Yeah, I just want to see a, a PDF. What's the 95? I want 95% confidence. <laughs> My phone just died. I had like 11% battery power. <laughs> Your and phone I, was like, fuck you. So when I boot it up again, it's going to immediately open to dick size. It's like, Ethan, you've had enough. It's like, you spent all day looking at dicks. Penis. This is enough. Length. It's not even giving me like the, oh, you know, it's even that your battery's dead. So Statistics. So it goes. So uh, give me the average and the standard deviation. Is Science Magazine scientific enough for you? Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty reputable, I would say. Uh, According to whoever did this research, says the average flaccid pendulous penis... Pendulous. <laughs> the first time I heard that word was from you, Ethan, like within the last week. Talking about a pendulous ball set? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was on the last podcast. <laughs> That's great. Apparently pendulous this can This is the second time I've heard this word, and it's still about privates. So the average flaccid pendulous penis is 3.61 inches in length. I feel like average. You can't measure a The average... Penis. Yeah, you can't. Okay. You'd have to measure, measure my... Flaccid penis length. You'd have to average it throughout the day. And I have. Right? <laughs> yeah, Caleb knows. Yeah, it's three. Oh, they have girth. Three, two inches. Ooh, the average. Do they of, measure the yaw? The, <laughs> the average erect penis is 5.16 inches long. The corresponding girth measurements are Ooh. 3.66 inches for a flaccid penis. It's a Yes, okay. 4.59 inches for an erect penis. Wow. Now you know. Good. So what, I was looking about standard deviations, though, because I want to know, like, what is, oh. what's small, but, like, what's, what's the bottom fifth percentile? Like, pretty small, but not, like, unusually small. Okay, let's no? see. It's like, what's the 25%, 75%? 95%. Yeah, give me a five-number summary. Okay, 95th percentile huh. is 6.3 inches. Okay. Uh, uh, fifth percentile is 3.94 inches. Correct? Yes. 
Well, that's lower than four, so I guess four inches isn't... Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Cab holds his hands high. Yeah. All right, let me measure real quick. All length this. measurements were made from the pubic bone to the tip of the glands. Oh, really? I, oh, man. I feel like that's cheating. I was just going for the tip of the glands. Any fat covering the pubic bone was compressed before measurement. So that like, makes it wow. And any yeah. additional foreskin length was not counted. Uh, I mean, that's only fair. They're like, roll it back, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to cheat. <laughs> Circumference was measured at the base of the penis or around that, the middle. That's, that's how so circumcisions came to be in the first place. <laughs> like, what do we do about all this foreskin? Like, all right. Can we just all agree to cut it off? <laughs> and then we can measure. Okay, put it on that third tablet of commandments. You drop, you dropped it. You know what? We'll remember it. Well, <laughs> it's like I'll tell you. You'll tell your ten closest friends, and then we'll all know. All right, it. Let's let's go out this way and look for them. <laughs> Over here, back. Okay, bye, Colin. Off he goes. So the researchers also concluded that there was no correlation between penis size and other physical features such as height, body mass index, hmm. or even shoe size. Oh, really? Wow, that's worth remembering. Common misconception. Even with height, that's interesting. I figured it would pair with height. I think, you know, everything would sort of scale up. But also, I guess, like, Tyrion had a big donger, so... Uh, yeah. The hypochondriaplasia is, uh... Your torso is, like, normal. Yeah, it's only, it's long bones okay. that are short. So basically, like... No, your dwarf is a man. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> so with hypochondriaplasia, basically it's just, like, your your arms and legs are short. Uh, but other than that, you're normal, so... I should have listened to Ross. That's what she was saying. Yeah, yeah. if you have hypochondroplasia, I wonder how many people who, like, with hypochondroplasia, their penis is literally as long as, like, one of their legs. Uh, probably not, because, like, even some with hypochondroplasia, I mean, their legs still probably, like, yeah. like, probably <laughs> people, so. so probably, like, 20%. You're a <laughs> I started following, that's a long word to say, someone with that. Dwarfism. On uh, Instagram. Dwarfism. Oh, I, I thought you meant, like, literally. I started following yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> to find out where they go to. Ended up at our house. Scott's got a call. Yeah, anyway. Playing the tuba. No, I started following her on Instagram, like a bodybuilder. Ethan just laughed. But she's actually, like, really ripped. I, I know uh, the dwarf comedian. Uh, Brad Williams, he's really fucking funny. But he's talking about how he could do like a billion push-ups. I think part he just doesn't have that much weight. He's got good also, he's got yeah, he's got short arms. So he's, you know, so yeah, he push-ups all day. All day. It's true. I mean, and like your leverage on all of your body weight gets worse and worse the farther it is away from your arms. So if none of it's that far away, it helps point. a lot. Oh yeah. That's why I have a hard time with bench press or push-ups or something like that. Because my arms are freak long. Me too. Actually, well, I can't do bench press right now. But squat. Mm. Squats for tall people is a lot harder than for short people. Guys go a lot true. further up and down. Well, you're also, you'll want to, like, tip back. Like, if you're doing back squat. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard, like, you have to let your knees go ahead of your toes. Even though that's, like, one yeah, of the main yeah. things they tell you not to do. But, like, tall people, that's, like, inevitable. Otherwise, okay. you're going to fall backwards because uh, yeah, your thighs yeah. are so long. Yeah. For, I don't think my legs are really... For for a six-foot-two person, I think my legs are normal size or even short. What's your inseam, man? I don't know. Uh, let's see. 34. Oh, wow. Mine's thirty two and I like six one. I've got I've just got a long torso. Me too. I wear like thirty. I just have a long neck. That's what I was gonna say that. Oh wow, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. How many vertebrae and, and, do you have? And it's worse with the seen. arms. The, yeah, they're just freakishly long. My wingspan's like six seven. 
six eight, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Tall. I mean, long. My wingspan is actually not that long. Because isn't your wing your wings or arm span or whatever is supposed to be like a little longer than your a little longer than your height? Okay, mine is a yeah. little like quite a bit shorter. Hmm. Yeah, like little That's quite a bit Because I was doing it in a doorway. I was like touching my a big doorway. Oh, uh, so you like put your head up, like measure that, and then like put your arms down, like see. No, I like would stand on one leg and like put my head on one side of the door frame, and then one of my legs on the other one, and then I stood up, but I couldn't touch with my fingertips. Geometry. <laughs> Geometry. Tricky business. Well, gang, I think that wraps up another season of podcast. <laughs> We're contending to a perfect tra- podcast. We have trailed off appropriately. Like Ethan's about to fall asleep. We've run out of good grasshopper stories, and the kitty's asleep. The kitty, it, oh, the kitty has been perfect. She has been a perfect, precious princess. Hey now, she's like, who are you calling a princess? I'm a fucking warrior. <laughs> I am Zena. She's just thinking about princess warrior. Yeah, it's like a kitty can be both. Well, anyway, okay, dear reader, listener, smeller, feeler, um, lover, uh, hater, owner. Um, let's see, what are the other ones? I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a child. <laughs> How very Lutheran of uh, Meredith Brooks. Yeah. Uh, do not feel ashamed. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to another Slazoom podcast. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Fuck off, listener. Bye bye. Bow bow. I wanted to end it with a voice. Again, you did. Good work. (laughs) You did. We didn't like it. Don't do it again. I can I could probably imitate the sound of someone else throwing up, but the sound of me throwing up is very distinct.